What up, Snapback fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, the Wild Aces win the FCF Championship, an insane weekend in the NCAA tournament, and LeBron James is injured. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Let's get Ravens it. select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Jackson, my brother, I need your help. I need your help. You just moved back to New York, correct? That's correct. So for the past X amount of months, you were living with your parents at age 24. We don't have to talk about that. But anyway, I assume your mom was doing your laundry at the time? Uh, Sometimes. She definitely was folding, which, I mean, let's talk about. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I'm getting at. Um, so you're back in New York, you're doing your own folding, you're doing your own laundry sucks, right? Absolutely. Yeah, sucks. The, the last load I did, it was a three loader. I got two loads folded and put that away. Just reminds third me, lo- I have third load dryer is, right now. Third load still sitting on my floor from like four days ago. Yeah, no, that's tough. But my point is, and I, I don't know if I'm alone in this or what goes on in those stupid machines that clean your clothes. But why does every single piece of clothing come out inside out? Dude, it <laughs> I, adds a you whole don't different... put it in the, in the hamper like that? I don't think so. Like, like when, I don't... Take, when I take my clothes off, it tend to go inside out. So because... Occasionally, but I'm... Te- Dude, every piece of clothing always comes... And it literally adds like 15 minutes to... It actually comes to a point where sometimes I just fold it inside out and say, screw it. Yeah, because if it's like a, if it's like putting a, it on later really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I feel like okay. it wouldn't affect the wrinkles. But my point is, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. If there's a laundry expert out there, please DM me. Um, maybe I'll hire you, as a matter of fact. But laundry, I mean, we've I think we've ranked the worst chores before, didn't we? Yeah, folding's up there, obviously, with putting on a fitted bed sheet. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. So if you have any ideas, I don't know if it happens to you. Does it? um yeah i mean keep an eye out but i'm i'm telling you why mine right and and that probably happens to me too but i'm telling you there's no way that when i put it in the hamper or the laundry basket whatever you call it that that many pieces of clothing are inside out it's like shorts everything like how would my shorts get inside out you know what i mean i don't know what happens in that voodoo machine but it's pissing me off at least it kind of shows the clothes being cleaned or moved around so you know you can I mean, I believe there's something going on in there. It's just like witchcraft. Yeah. I don't know. That's what's on my mind. More importantly is that we more important than are the champions, baby. You're damn right. We are the freaking champions. The Wild Aces win the, the FCF's first championship, the People's Championship, on a walk-off touchdown nonetheless. And God, it felt good. I was down in Atlanta, special times. Um, we're like the, we're the Packers of the FCF right now first title i don't even think i knew that i probably did if i had to guess it was one of the historical franchises but um i mean this isn't part of my stock up but like i've won two football championships in the last four years that's like tom brady shit between the eagles and and the aces teams i support and or own so so i um like you it's been a while since you've had this taste of glory i was just there just a few minutes ago no so that's the thing that i want to talk about which is like you're pretty much at expiration on that when i'll I'll give it to week one but like oh you're talking about the eagles yeah the eagles that's fine right like it it's not only over because it's now been five years actually four well it's been it's been it was what 2016 it's been oh four seasons so it was the eagles won the super bowl then the patriots beat the rams again and then Chiefs. And, then, and then buck so yeah it's only been three what do you mean nah, i still i still got a little bit no so you don't and this is what i learned as a ravens fan was actually like when it got to 2016 that was when it like wore off in full so it's the same timeline see plus, you don't watch the highlights enough plus plus you uh you don't really have any players left from that team and that's a big part of yeah, like when you know funny like who lane the entire offensive line Lane johnson hasn't played a football game in six years yet. that's not true that's you're just saying that because we haven't won a game in six years and you think that whenever lane doesn't play we automatically lose which is a fair point but lane the entire defensive line 
I don't know why we're talking about the Eagles right now. You're not trying to get me mad on a Sunday. You night. you brought them. No, into no, no. This. But like, we don't need to make a whole conversation out of it. The point is, we are the champions, and I'm getting a physical ring. Right? I own yeah, the team. So, so right now we have the championship T-shirts, which are really dope. Actually, I didn't get one, but we're gonna buy them online. I'm not, um, what do you mean? I own the team. I know you got to support the team, though. We're a young. Startup. I did. I bought it. I literally I, bought the team. And you got to continue to invest money into the squad and support the team. Use use our code. Uh, I don't even know what the code is, to be honest. But uh, I think it's like FCF Jack Ten or something like that. But t-shirts are dope. I didn't get to hold the trophy. I didn't get to put a ring on. But that shit's got to be coming. And uh, parade in store parade we hear me out so we're not a geographically locked organization let's parade in like every city i'm down for that or we pick like a sick spot to all meet up at which would also be pretty cool like milwaukee wisconsin I don't know about that one. <laughs> I wasn't really feeling yeah, that. Yeah, wants to stay there, so it's kind of fun there, maybe. Yeah, so so you ask, and there's a lot of people in the pod who were invested in the squad. Right. So so this is huge for the Snapback fam. And so we were talking pre-pod about what's the ROI at this point mm-hmm. on our investment, because we're all super invested, not only time, but actually money in the in the team. So we're, there's no bonuses, unfortunately. Like we're not, you're not getting Venmo'd five. I'm the bucks. owner of my team. Essentially, I could write myself a check. Um, I don't think that that's the case for this particular, right? Or really any any ownership, um, especially in a minority ownership situation. Mm-hmm. But the value of the aces has to have appreciated since we invested and had never played a game to. So, we have won four out of six games and we are champions. So true. Did you least, happen I, to get on the field last night? Oh, at so any point? We, yeah. So I filmed the final play and where I posted that on my socials, I kind of cut it off, but I then Is jumped that the video the, that was filmed in 1940. No, that was an IG live, which is funny because on my phone, it was extremely clear. And then I posted no. it and it was like filmed up did okay, you see LG, the comment section i checked i chimed in i said it was filmed on an lg chocolate someone said it fingernail a toaster Dude, there was there was like a nokia 14 funny ass comments that all yeah. had hella likes um but i jumped on the field and just started running around so i, I really took advantage yeah chess bumping players call. great call. Uh, let me ask you a question security what does was coming sean oakman me. look like in person so I, he made a play in the game. I didn't see him on the field. I saw Jerdy. I saw Tactical Crouch. I saw Galloway. James Harden, by the way, is my guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's probably five foot six, tags me in every social media post, is the man, had a James Harden Nets jersey and a fake beard for after the game. That's probably going up on the gram later. Uh, just absolutely epic from him. I don't think he, I don't know if James is trying to foreshadow something for the real James Harden, but let's just. Maybe, potentially. Nah, I, don't know. So, I don't know about that. So the game was dope. We went on a walk-off and then the experience was really cool because Cueva was there. And let me just tell you the greatest story in FCF history. So it was, we had a wild aces ownership box. And then next door was the glacier boys, which is the team we played. Their owners are Quavo, Richard Sherman, who called in, he wasn't there destroying. He's a football YouTuber. Mm -hmm. Uh, He does like kicking stuff, but other stuff as well. And so I saw, I saw him in our box, like in the middle of the first half. And I was like, yo, what's going on? And he was like, yeah, we can't got give him shit right now. He's, he's down bad after him and Saweetie broke up. Yeah, no, he's that. No, no, no. I was asking Destroying, like, you got kicked out? And he was like, yeah, like, he wanted his crew in there. And, like, they wanted to do something. And I'm like, what do you mean? So it's a suite. So, like, you can easily see into the to the next one over. And, like, his crew's kind of down in the front to Rose. And he's more in the back. He um He kicked everyone out because he brought his barber to the bubble and got a haircut mm. in the middle of the game nice he got shaped up in the middle of the football game. i mean that's just it just shows you where the priorities of the glacier boys lie and that's fact where how class a of an organization that this is what we have with the aces like i don't i can't even i don't even understand shape ups no no time and place man when you need when you need to look fresh you need to look fresh that's all you <laughs> i don't even think you i don't even think you can question it especially <laughs> since him and his girl broke up he's got to get back out there yeah, so he got he got the haircut, and then we're we're in the owner's box down near the field. I can't believe you didn't snipe a video of that. 
Um, no, I think there's footage of it. And then I was showing Josh Richards and Griffin, who are two big TikTokers and destroying. So it was a, it was a huge day for clout, for sure. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, we got Josh to streak on the field at one point. With what? Like, what uh, he said he was going to go underwear. It looked like he was in shorts, but he was wearing jeans. So I'm not well, sure. Nowadays, the kids with those shorts, like the basketball players and everything, they just wear boxers. Yeah, exactly. So, right. So he did that. Um, and we had a lot of fun and it was really dope. And the FCF put together a pretty sweet product, like for year one to have Oakman, but also Johnny Gordon and us win the championship. So you didn't see Oakman's belly button. I didn't. Lucky you. I know. You probably wouldn't have been able to sleep. Exactly. So the FCF is dope. To the NCAA tournament, let's talk stock up, stock down. What a wild weekend. Uh, my first stock up is the NCAA tournament. I mean, yeah. it feels good to have that shit back. And it's not even like a tournament where you feel the need to watch every single game at every single hour, which I'm sure many of us did. And mm-hmm. some of us may have missed a game or two. But, I mean, even the first four games for, were for someone For someone who was so out of touch with college basketball this year and, like, really didn't watch any college basketball unless it was just, like, on the TV, I never went out of my way. I was like a kid in, in Candyland on Friday afternoon and it was just like and that's what makes today actually that much more harder to watch March Madness is on Friday commercial flip to a different game right one game at a time today that Crazy. ain't it chief yeah that ain't it. <laughs> the, they do load the nighttime which I think is awesome but uh-huh. because of the the rescheduling it has been kind of a bummer that we didn't get the full Thursday Friday noon tip off I'm but- hyped for Monday hoops yeah, but I think, it, once again, it's going to be like that one game at 12, one game at 2, and then by the workday's over at 5, um, so you don't really get to miss much work. You'll have two games on, but, uh, yeah. what I mean, just such a great tournament. You're enjoying it, huh? Incredibly. You're enjoying you've, every game you've enjoyed? Without a doubt. Good, good. I'm happy that you're happy. Mm-hmm. My first stock up is Justin Bieber. Let me put it this way. If you're... Obviously, if you listen to this podcast, chances are you're younger than Jack and I. Jack and I grew up hating on Justin Bieber when we were in what? Middle school, high school was like the cool thing to do. Everyone would say, oh, he sounds like a girl, this, that. And then you'd go home and you'd listen to Baby in your in your room by yourself and you wouldn't tell anyone. Everyone did that. Everyone was a closet Justin Bieber fan. It seems like throughout the years that people have warmed up to Justin Bieber and just accepted him for the legend he is, right? He's just an absolute animal. Well, this new album he dropped on Friday is just fire. So good. And I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to say it. It's like Justin Bieber and Drake, and I guess Nick Foles kind of live on their own planet of like legendariness in the world. But I think those are the three. So Bieber put out an album the other day. I think Peaches is like my favorite song of all time, honestly. Um, and it's fire. So if you hate on Justin Bieber, I know that you actually don't hate Justin Bieber. You're just trying to sound cool. And that's like very, very 2012 of you. So, so I'm, I am going to point out one thing. I think it connects a lot to us because his music has evolved so much. And if you mm-hmm. listen to the lyrics, it talks a lot about his journey. So the mm-hmm. younger kids didn't actually see it. They just see like cool Biebs. Bieber went through a ridiculous, I mean, he's still up and down mentally, you know, on a day-to-day, month-to-month basis, mm-hmm. dealing with a lot. But like in his lyrics, talking about fame at an early age and all exactly. that stuff. And it's like, he went through it. Like he I was the pop went, star. Exactly. He was the child star that everyone thought would go down the wrong path. And he did. He yeah. did. But he bounced back in a way. And now you're seeing that. I actually went to a Justin Bieber concert before at age like 20-something. Um, yeah. I mean, my friend Max booked Bieber tickets. Yesterday you know, my friend texted me like two days before and it was, he was playing at Wells Fargo Center. It was the purpose tour. And uh, he goes, I've got my uncle has like this suite for a Justin Bieber concert. And the next day I was going to like Israel or something. I was going on a flight. And I was like, I don't know. I'm going away. I was like, you know what? Screw it. So we go into this box. It's me, my friend Tom and these two girls that we were friends with um, growing up. And then it's about, I don't know, 13, like 10-year-old girls at a birthday party in the box with us. Um, didn't know what I was getting myself into. Me and my my friend Tom Ubered responsibly, put down a few cold ones, maybe a few too many. I, uh, I lost my credit card 
lost my credit card the night before I was traveling. So that sucked. Uh, the concert was really cool and I had to play it cool in terms of like fangirling because I was in a box with true definition fangirls. That is the thing. If you can't be like, do you go with a squad of like other 24 year old? I don't know what the move would be. It was be. four 22 year olds. Yeah. I mean, can you, you sing? Going? Can you sing along when there's a group of thirteen year olds? That's that's where it's like that. You bet your ass! I stood in the back and I did, but okay. I had to play it cool because it was like a birthday party and everything. And yeah. uh, like I said, we had a few cold ones, so had to had to be responsible. But stock up, Justin Bieber. The album's phenomenal. Go give it. Shout, a shout out to the Biebs. Stock up number two, Sister Jean. There's just not. I mean, it would be a very Abe thing to hate on Sister Jean. Which I, I I owe her an apology. I do. She's crushing, man. I mean, not only outliving life beyond belief, because she's she's very much in the picture at 101. But two years ago, they make this run and it's on the back of Sister Jean and she carries them there. And it's like, okay, it was a glory run. It was a feel good story. It was a clout run is what it was. And it actually worked. And now they're a legitimate program because of it. They're back. And did you see? I don't think they're back. They're here. Yeah, no, they're here. I'm saying like, they, but they could make a final four run again. That's what they're I'm saying. At good. no point now they're, I mean, I'm reading all this stuff. That, like they have the best recruiter in the nation. I wonder what Rick Patino tactics he's up to. <laughs> um, but it's just like, they went on this run. Everyone, they put their name on the map and now they're getting these good guys. Like it's not a Cinderella if Loyola Chicago goes at this Mm-mm. point. They're a true basketball program. So, and did you see her pregame speech today? No, I did not. So, so she, sorry, pregame prayer. So this is what I think makes her so cool. It's like, she's a sister. So everything is supposed to be like, she was supposed to just be like this, you know, not spirit. Yeah. Mascot and like be fun, but like really focused on the Christianity or whatever they're uh-huh. trying to celebrate in, in the locker room. But like, she loves the basketball of it. Like she's not right. afraid of that. She's so a hooper. She's a hooper. The pregame speech today or pregame, she does a pregame prayer and she, she intertwined like analytical strategies into the pregame prayer. I wish Eagles. I got to get it. it I got to get that. L- link it in the chat. Uh, we'll find it. But it is so funny. So stock up, huge stock up, Sister Jean. They upset Illinois today. Huge win. And just to be clear, Ken Palm had them 15th in the country, which would have put them at a three or a four seed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were under ranked. They didn't perform out of conference very well in a couple of games this year they probably should have been six or seven tough draw for illinois but if you're not going to beat them in the second round it doesn't really yeah, matter man, you it's not like them. it was like they got screwed they got dominated from tip to buzzer right exactly uh, my second stock up is near death experiences so yeah big time if you logged on to twitter last night around hmm, maybe seven eight ish if i remember saw a lot of tweets uh pray pray for lebron Prayers for LeBron James. So now we we hand out prayers for ankle sprains. Is that what we're doing? I mean, I'm down. Pray for my man. I hope mom gets healthy. Um, but if you logged on Twitter last night, you would actually think LeBron James got shot <laughs> by the reactions on Twitter. Like, I understand that they were waiting for the MRI and stuff like that, and people like didn't want it to be anything serious like that. Uh, but the x-rays came back negative right away. Everyone knew he rolled his ankle. We've seen that a million times. It's one of those things that. Well, that I don't one know. Of those, it's one of those videos for me. Whenever you see a rolled ankle, that makes me want to puke. Just like, ugh. Um, but Twitter last night was just a funeral for LeBron. And I actually thought something was really wrong. And then I turned out he twisted his ankle. Okay. So yeah, obviously after they got the MRI back, he was fine, but that that's not a rolling of an ankle. That's one of those plays where someone lands on your tibia fibia area. Like a, it looked like a rolled ankle though. I, I don't know the way he landed on him. Like I, it wouldn't have shocked me if he was out for the season, like hmm. just the way LeBron. that, yeah, it's LeBron. LeBron. So of course not. And that's why he's fine. But like that happens to another player that could easily be, you know, a season ending injury. And if LeBron James has a season ending injury now, right. What's that say about the rest of his career? Like it really could have, I'm on the side of LeBron almost protecting you. I get where people are coming from, mm-hmm. but yes, the prayers up are pretty humorous with that. I have a theory that the Lakers are now going to be more must watch TV than they are with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I don't think people realize how bad that team is outside of those two. 
Interesting. So we're working. We're we're working on this on March twenty first. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it was just like because it at some point you know. I, no, it's it's because I feel like we have never seen them without one or the other. Like if one rests, the other's in. And like they're they're competent and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I I just um I I just for me it was like this team won a championship and got so much better. So now, they did. But that's because so they still I'm have like, LeBron and AD with them. Right. What are you trying to twist right here? Me? I'm just confused. I'm saying that if you're you saying without at, LeBron and AD, this Lakers team won't be that good. Awful. Yeah, obviously. You're, you're removing the two best players from. The no, I'm, that's, I think it's going to be like laughable basketball is what I'm saying. Like must watch TV. No, I don't think so. I mean, you still have very competent. This this second unit, the, remove AD and LeBron, those players are better than the Knicks players. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Schroeder, Harrell, Kuzma, THT. Did you just give, you just give Kuz what about, what about What about THT? I mean, oh, what's he averaging this year? He, he's over the mark because. He's over five. Yeah, so what happened was I screwed myself in the bet. Mm-hmm. I didn't factor in that if he didn't play a game, it didn't count against his average. So and what the bet like should have been coach's decision like 50 yeah, so, times. And then when he does play, he scores a lot because he's a garbage f- time and stuff like that. Yeah. So it should have just been the 82 games div- or 72 games divided by the total amount of points, which I think will finish closer, but mm-hmm. he's also had like some 19 point outbursts like right. here and there. So that covers for four games essentially. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what you just tried to do there, trying to make it seem like the Lakers aren't that good, but uh, they're not. <laughs> they, without their two best players, that's correct. Right. They're, they're not that good. But I mean, no, I mean, it's like when you look at teams without their two best players playing on the floor, like a lot of teams can hold their ground. Not every team can put up 129 points like the Sixers did last night, but not everyone has a Tobias Harris as their third star who can put up just go for a triple double at any given point in time. So Tobias Harris can go for a triple double at any given time. No, he didn't even have a triple double last night. He had just had like 29, 12 and nine, which if you round up after five, it goes to 10. So, um, but yeah, I understand you can't always have an all-star like that in Tobias, but yeah, I think the Lakers are going to suck. Okay. Stock down. Number one, Texas Longhorns, Shaka smart. Uh, The whole program, the The horns are university. The whole university as a whole, the athletic department, not really. The athletic department's actually pretty strong, but the men's football and basketball team. You would hope so for $200 million. Are, are just not where they need to be at this point. So since I attended the University of Texas, the football team has won zero conference championships, zero playoff games. We, Wait, we, you guys want to? We won a Sugar Bowl. Be? We won a Sugar Bowl. Wow. Um, <laughs> You know those New Year's Sixes, baby. But we had banners for those where I went the, to school. That was actually out of – that was my first year out of school. The four years I was there were the first worst four years in Texas football history. And since I attended, we have won zero tournament basketball games. Zero tournament basketball games. So, Chaka Smart now 0-3 in the tournament. Two purple teams. Um, the UNI buzzer beater half court. We lost to Nevada in overtime. So it's not like we're losing. It's pretty much as excruciating as possible. And then last night, a foul with 1.2 seconds left after a comeback uh, three-point shot by Andrew Jones. I know you didn't see the play. The foul, blatant foul. Like, there's so many people. Is Texas Twitter trying to defend it, saying you got robbed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and look, a lot of people just unbiasedly are – came to me because they knew my reaction and were like, dude, that was such not a foul. And I'm like, blatant foul. So what happened was Kai Jones blocks a shot and the player who's attempting the layup like falls to the ground. So people thought that they caught, I think half the people just think that was the foul call, but the foul call comes on the rebound and Matt Coleman, our senior point guard who had seven turnovers in the game is swiping down on his arms and just a blatant foul. 59% free throw shooter comes to the line knocks down both cool calm collected and uh look here's the thing shaka smart great recruiter vcu great run you had three experienced guards two senior guards one kid who's been there for four years but is technically only a junior the one thing that abilene christian did which is in your own state is forced turnovers top five in the country enforcing turnovers 
So like you would think his game plan would be talk to these senior guards and say, I don't care about all this other stuff. We'll be good. Just don't turn the ball over season high, 23 turnovers in the game. And it's just, that is so bad on Shaka's part. It's time to go It's just clear. He can't coach. He, a lot he's of not I, mean, it, I mean, it's literally everything you just said in a different sport is Shaka smart. Spider-Man meme, James Franklin, great recruiter blows multiple easy games against Ohio state when they're up double digits with like five minutes left in the game. Um, what about talent development? Where's, where's Franklin right there? Because shock is awful. Greg Brown, one of the top freshmen in the country comes in. Doesn't I mean, you look at a guy there. like, I mean, you look at a guy, I mean, obviously Saquon is the reason that Penn state kind of came back. And that was like during my whole run, but like trace wasn't that good when he started out. Trace was in Heisman consideration at the end of the year. Sean Clifford was amazing at first. And then last year was absolutely awful. Great recruiter. That's half the game in college sports, right? It always is. You have to get the good players. Um, awful in-game coach. Bald. That's well, Shaka, Shaka, have you seen Shaka's hair? Has he got a little peach fuzz? No, entire fro now. What? He has an entire afro. I told you I was out of touch with college basketball yeah, this year. entire afro. So they but thought yeah. that turned it around. But, yeah, stock down, Texas Longhorns. Just embarrassing all, all across. Sure. And, and people, you were asking before, like, have I enjoyed all the games of the tournament? I this one didn't hurt that bad because it was just a bummer. Because you're like, at Waffle House, dude. When everyone was picking Texas to the Final Four, I was like, "What? We're not making a second weekend." Like I did think we were sleeper. Then we made the mistake of winning the Big Twelve championship on everyone's radar, and we flamed out too early. So it it really was not a too shot early or right away. Yeah, no. My first stock down is toes. Those little <laughs> piggies on your feet. I'm I'm dead serious with this story. And it's not sad. It's she's gonna be fine. My grandmother, I call her mum, is getting her toe amputated this week. Wow. Yeah. I, it's not like anything bad or whatever. Just, um, but yeah, bad day to be a little piggy come Wednesday if you're my mum. I've been making the the corny jokes like, uh, at least you'll get a cheaper pedicure. Hey, you'll lose some weight. Like you know those little dad one liners that that kind of always hit. Uh, I've been making a lot of those. So she's losing her toe. And you know how everybody on planet Earth thinks that their grandmother is like the greatest chef ever? Yeah, of course. I, and I do believe that. I will, There's a 0.00000 chance that after Wednesday, there will be a better nine-toed chef in the entire world than my mom. I truly believe that. And if your grandma or grandpa has nine toes and they can get after in the kitchen, DM me and we'll, we'll put it to the test. We'll put it to the test. They'll all be a little off balance a little bit um but they still got the magic hands and, and that's what you need so r.i.p to my mom's my mom's little piggy uh it's going it's going home but uh yeah bad week to be a toe so stock down toes stock down number two for me is your bracket not Mine? yours abe everyone's bracket yeah because it was a slaughtering house our pick to win it all sdsu they they go down round one um, I had them in the final four with Texas, their toast, Illinois now out as well. Um, you want to talk about maybe a two seed that didn't make it that far? Yeah, no. So, well, before I do that, I just want to recalculate where we're at in terms of remember what I said about 25% of the last or 95% of the last 25 national championships fell within A, B, C, D, E, all ridiculous stats with ridiculous numbers. Um, so it was Michigan. They're still, they're still pumping. Virginia, eh. Liberty, 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 eh. BYU, eh. San Diego State. Eh. Um, I think that's it. I think was that Michigan? Yeah. No, no, that was it. That's it. That so Michigan's all we got left, and we thought that was the best chance. Um, so maybe I'll take a future on Michigan. But yeah, there's a certain number two team in the country, and this is a perfect lead point of my second stock down, which is Heart. Heart. You, you talk about in sports, in these big moments, how the team needs the more heart. And that's the beauty of March. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a 15 or a two. It's one game. Whoever wants it the more is going to go out there and get it done. Number four on Ohio State, the, the, the point guard. Dwayne Washington is his name. Should legally never be allowed to touch a basketball ever again. That how guy, is that heart? I feel like he it? had the most heart. No, he had no heart because Ow. he was so mentally out. And there's another team that didn't have any heart. Um, but this guy, Dwayne Washington, we all grew up in our driveway counting down three, two, one at the buzzer. 
oh no, something happened. There's still two seconds left on the clock. He gets another try. Oh, I don't know what happened, but he gets another shot. Oh, it's good. We all went through that. He had the opportunity. He had the open look at the end of regulation. Absolutely bricked it with this corny step back. Goes to overtime. Within the last two minutes of the game, this guy was playing as if there were five seconds left in the game, sprinting down the court to the hoop, trying to play hero ball, missed two layups, two free throws, and then a wide open, another game winner, potentially. Just, he, he didn't want it. He truly didn't want it. And I actually think he was throwing the game. I, no- I got a counter there. I, I can't knock his heart there because he, I, kept, I do. Fi- he kept firing. There wasn't a lack of heart. No, he was now, throwing his, the game. His, his performance was, was piss poor, but there was no lack of heart. No, no. He went he out fire. Th- he was legitimately throwing the game. And that shows a lack of heart. Another team without heart, Norfolk State. What the hell? I tweeted yesterday. Think about this, Jack. No matter who the other four were with you on your team, granted that they were all at a a relatively similar skill level. I'm not saying these guys are in the NBA and you're playing against them. If I gave you the chance to play in a basketball game and you get to start the game up 33-0, to zero, you would be fairly confident your team would win that game. And oh, you Norfolk, had them on the spread? I, I looked at the spread, Norfolk State plus 33, and I go, that is an absurd even college football spread, let alone college basketball. The game's 40 minutes. You're literally almost getting a point a minute, which is absurd. And I'm like, and I, it lost. Gonzaga covered by like 11 points. They won by like 40-something. I would make that bet 10 times out of 10 again. Just knowing that 33 points is being offered, just given to you to start the game, you're up 33 nothing. No heart out of Norfolk State. I would refer to them at their mascot, but I don't know what their mascot is. But that program needs an entire turnover. No heart at Norfolk State. I don't even know where that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it is. Other games that we need to touch on. I mean, it's tough to go like game by game, but the tournament as a whole started off in an overtime three-point at the buzzer to really send it to overtime. Norfolk State Spartans. You, you had a ton of upsets on day one. Less upsets yesterday, which was uh, Saturday, until the later stages of the game. Or the later stage. Wait, oh, they lost by 43 points. Yeah, that's tough for you, without a doubt. And right now, it, again. it looks it again. like every year, Syracuse is not supposed to be good. Dude, it's, it's every, I, I thought about when that. They, I was when like, they are good, though, they're I was legitimately kicking myself when they won the first game that I didn't pick them to go far, it's always just out of nowhere. And the, the, the talking heads on TV are, are pinpointing it. I don't know if I agree with this. Obviously when you play Syracuse, it's, it's a unique experience because they play a zone and they play a zone where they play their bigs at the top. And it also almost becomes a three, two with their length around the perimeter. They try and get you to pass it to the corner so they can trap or force a tough shot. And they, the talking heads on TV are attributing Syracuse's like random sporadic tournament success to the fact that you can't duplicate their defense in practice. That. You can't? You, yeah, you don't have the personnel. It's the same problem that uh, they see with Lamar Jackson. It's like you can't – they say it all the time. You can't replicate that speed in practice. I'm not saying you can't beat Lamar Jackson. It's a zone, dude. No, that's very different. Because their personnel is fit for that. And then when you right. see it in the game, and also you have to remember the, the practice squad that's running against the first team doesn't know it like Syracuse does. Like I know it's a zone and we played it at summer camp. So you think that we have it down pat. We probably ran some of the, but you don't weakest. have to do anything. We, right. That's not what Syracuse <laughs> zone looks like. So uh, and what yeah, happened? Think- They're playing right now. I don't know if the game's over. What happened to press Virginia? Yeah, when did they, they go back to West? Same, same with Shaka's Havoc, right? Like, don't lose your identity, but we got a 74-72 game Syracuse battle. It is like, actually a defensive battle. Like, both teams were just playing unreal defense. West Virginia plays, like, some of the toughest defense I've yeah. ever seen. I just, like, I was watching it. I was like, did what's his name, Bob Huggins? Did he get fired? And I was like, no, he did nothing. I got fired. He also looks like shit. Yeah. Um, and I was like, where did Press Virginia go? They, they went away from their identity? That's kind of sad. Yeah. I remember the Javon Carter days and everything of them just – him being a howl in the backcourt like let's come up that's why you watch west virginia and that's why i would it's actually the, the battle west virginia versus syracuse is the battle of, of schools of polar opposites of why i would go to their schools i would 100 percent commit to syracuse so i could play in the zone i didn't have to like move man to man with fast people 
and you literally couldn't pay me to play for a school where you had to press 94 feet for four type of defense do you prefer and for me i'm not trying to press for 40 minutes a game yeah no i i'm with you there all right fam we're gonna take a break after the break we will discuss the people's parlay our cap of the week and hear from eagleson and school we'll be right back All right, fam, we are back. My bookie's people's parlay. So we had a chance to do a people's parlay. That's handicappers in the country. We had a chance to do a people's parlay. And we admitted we didn't really know much. And we kind of just picked it based off feel. And did we deserve to win? Well, we were down down 10 in the first half and came back to win the first game. And then the next two games, the opposing team missed buzzer beaters for the win. So did we hang on to three? And then hold a 14-point lead in the second half of the closing game. We did. So whether or not we deserve to win or not, you can leave that up to discussion. We did. But the way we lost, I mean, your your fans are going to march around and say, January, February, Izzo, April, May. Are you kidding? Shut up. You've never heard that before? Shut up. That's, like that's a, huge, a thing? That's a huge thing for Michigan State. That is just the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, January, February, Izzo. Yeah, that's what they say. They print T-shirts. They like it's a huge thing. Like non-Sparty fans. That makes me want to puke. Yeah, Michigan State. And aside from being in the Big Ten, Michigan State might be on the shit list for that for me. So not to mention that Tom Izzo has the same amount of uh, NCAA. I was going to say, like, is he like he's not head shoulders above? Kevin Ollie both share um, that esteemed. Uh, yeah, like what? Yeah, so shout out to Michigan State for just an absolute choke job. Not to mention 11-point lead at the half, and Izzo confronts and then puts his hand on one of his players, which leads Let's to... Let's go with that. I, Why I does don't he do know. that? And it's then, like down I, up five with the college coaches. Ago. These college coaches, they like... And I say these college coaches, obviously this doesn't go for everyone, but like college coaches way more in the NBA, and rightfully so, are like way more of your average like travel basketball growing up coaches where they're just like dicks and like make you run suicides and stuff i get it that they're still kids but like you have to understand like these kids are on their way to be pros and they know that they have that ego going in it's like some people love Izzo for his heart thing what are you doing like what how old is he yeah i do senile they choked it. So shout out to my book. You think any for- coach has ever said to Izzo, like on Michigan State, like I will beat your ass, old man? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And they I'm could. Sure I'm sure it's gotten to that point without a doubt. Yeah. So um, we also lost our San Diego State future, fam. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Abe may be shifting some capital onto Michigan. I really don't like them this year. Um, but uh, no, math is shifting yeah, capital. Math, right, right. But let's just point out one thing because we didn't address it in the first half. I was pretty, I don't know if I would say pretty confident, but my theory going in to the tournament has just been debunked to the max. I thought the good teams would roll. And man, there are four double, four 13 plus seeds made it's it. Like the, the, I think it's the most, the second most, or tied for the most ever double digit seeds winning after uh, weekend one. But you want to hear the craziest what in the world how is this a real stat of the week yeah is it the Syrac- Roy williams no syracuse is nine and two no yeah after today they just beat west virginia is nine and two all time as a double digit seed that's 81 win, 81 win percentage that's pretty solid that's uh, a better I win s- percentage than kentucky as a one seed i saw that 42 and 10 i saw that roy williams was 29 and 0 in the first round of the NCAA tournament? I, th- I thought it was something like he saw the first, he, they've won the last 24 or something. How the hell is that possible? I mean, I know I they were, know. that's in, that to me is like, was the craziest that I've ever seen. I think mine's crazier. What? 29 and 0 in the first round? It's the first round. It's UNC, it's a blue blood program. What's the, I'm curious what the lowest seed they've been out of those 24 games is. I mean, they were an eight seed and they lost. You don't think they've been a six seed or a five? Like, that's wild. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's that's nuts. And that's also, he crazy. was coaching at Kansas. Like, he, it's not only at UNC. So, um, yeah, cap of the week, Abe. Take us away. Cap of the week goes out to every blue check check mark or whatever on Twitter, Rappaport, Schefter, this, that. 
again, if you logged on to Twitter, I think it was Saturday or Friday afternoon, and your team and Juju signed with the Steelers on a one-year deal, Juju Smith-Schuster. If your team, according to these sports writers, didn't offer Juju Smith-Schuster more money and more years than what he signed with in Pittsburgh, then your team isn't in the NFL, plain and simple. I mean, the Ravens were linked. The Eagles were linked. The Chiefs were linked. I think I saw like the Broncos were linked. It was like, Juju just loves Pittsburgh. He's, he never wants to leave the fans, this, that. Uh, no, dude. He signed a one-year deal so he can test free agency again when the cap goes crazy next year. It's not a loyalty to Pittsburgh. When he does an average year and people are have his head on, a, on the stake trying to take him off or doing dances on their logos – then you'll realize Juju is, and he'll go back to free agency this year, and nobody will care. So the true winners in free agency for Juju are the Ravens, Eagles, Chiefs, Broncos, and every other team in the NFL that didn't sign Juju to a massive contract. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Chief, like, I don't get why he didn't go to Kansas City. If you want to improve your stock, go to Kansas City. Your targets, your, like, I, you, you're going to get more would targets. It be your targets? In, no, you'll get more targets in Pittsburgh with Ben, but – would you rather have 80% or 70% of the targets in Kansas city in that offense yeah. or 100% in Pittsburgh, especially with James there, Deontay, like they have so some it's absolute cap that Juju was getting years of money thrown at him from 30 NFL franchises. Cause I promise you that's not true. And what about your boys in blue bringing in Ke- Kenny Galladay? Any thoughts there? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And uh, I mean, I think the Giants are actually like doing smart things. They have Dan- obviously the jury is very much still out on Daniel Jones. No one still knows what he is, but what do we say? Your window is the rookie deal, and they're they're pushing all the chips in for Daniel Jones on this rookie deal to find out what they have with it. I mean that offense is is Galladay, Saquon, Evan Ingram, Slayton. Um, who's the other one? Damn, Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Um, no, Golden Tate's off the team now. Um, but I mean, the giants do this. That's what they do. They pay big receivers. They've done it before. They did it with Plaxico. It worked out, but they do not include Evan Ingram. I mean, that guy, yeah, no, I'm is, down. I'm down. He is yeah. the most overrated player in the league. He's yeah, so no. bad. Um, the giants gave Kenny Dollard, Kenny Galladay, a crap ton of money. Um, and that's just bill Belichick at work, just handing out cash to Nelson Aguilar is driving up the price of Kenny Galladay. So even, He's getting that's payback on the thought, Giants That's why somehow. I thought the Juju deal was like, it was great for all sides. He wanted to test. I was surprised yeah. he wouldn't take a little to go to Kansas City or go somewhere else. But he's back in Pittsburgh. Doesn't really matter to me. Apparently, Lamar was recruiting him hard, which was actually pretty interesting to hear. Um, and the Ravens are left with no one. The free agency he's, wide receiver market has been depleted. And I think it was want a- Juju? Uh, he's I not wanted... that big possession receiver that you're so highly coveting. No, he he is. He is. I, feel I mean, like he's transitioned a lot more to the slot over the years. Right, but that tends to be you know where mm. where those guys thrive. But I yeah, I want a guy who can get six. I mean, think about you had him on fantasy, right? Like six for thirty three was like his jam for six straight weeks. So Brutal, he you know he makes those types of plays. Kenny was obviously the guy we wanted because that's like just throw it up and he's gonna go get it, but. I don't know. I don't like the decision by DaCosta. You can't draft a wide receiver. The Ravens are just miserable at doing that. And the it's just everyone's depleted. And if you're going to go pay Lamar Jackson next season a ton of money, you could have potentially gotten him at a discount. If you gave him Kenny Galladay and gave him a ton, like that's a huge piece, and he still can't pass, then you can look at him in the face and say, look, you're our guy, but you're not Mahomes. You're not Watson. You're not that level of a passer. Oh, his contract will be. But that's my point is if if you gave him that – now it's just going to be the same thing all over again. It's going to be like, well, you he never has, really he gave has, him. He has the excuse to hang on to exactly. at the negotiating table. Exactly. So I think that it was a major miss on the Ravens' part. I'm curious – like A.B. is out there, but like I don't know. I wish they would have just given him a guy. The second best receiver he's ever played with is is willie sneed in his college career pro career so it just makes it tough to really i mean just i don't know Whatever. i don't think the receivers ha- affects his accuracy but that's just well he was, he was six best deep ball thrower by accuracy in the league so <laughs> i mean you crazy. look at the numbers i, saw, I was just, like 
It said like 40%. I was like, how is that sixth in the league? Yeah, it was like 42.5%. Something like that. Because people don't hit deep balls. But yeah, the ball doesn't come out of his hand great. There's no doubt about that. It doesn't look as pretty as we're used to. But like every advanced metric says he's a decent passer. First time then... we uh, first time we talked about Lamar in a little while on this show. Mm-hmm. Feel good for you? you uh, miss your boy? No, because I wanted to get him a guy. I wanted to get him a guy and we're left here with uh, – the what happened to dj like, chark you sent me like his mom's tweet or something that he was going to baltimore yeah apparently that was that was the cap of last week that, yeah that was the cap uh, of last week saying it was so. a fire receiver who's caught like 50%. no he is a good receiver he's he's a good receiver he's eagleson hop in here let's talk about uh your endeavors in canada which josh richards is from canada I and justin that. bieber big big episode for canada today here we go eagleson let's see if you can keep it together yeah so I've got a bit of a bone to pick with some people at school. Okay. So last week week was we had another spirit week. And uh, so so Monday, Monday was this. Spiritful as hell. (laughs) Monday was pajama day. Like, okay, that's normal, right? Except Tuesday was pick your favorite spirit day. Which is like, okay, I I guess. Explain. Uh, like you could pick your favorite one out of all, like Jersey Day. So you would like, do it to you. So you would do two in the same week of the same thing. Like if you liked wearing pajamas, you would wear it Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, I guess. And Wednesday, which was St. Patrick's Day, so I was yeah, exactly Wednesday was Green Day. Okay, it was uh, uh, St. Patty's Day. So that's would be fine. funny if Thursday, you guys show you. This might be before your time. But it would be funny if you showed up in an actual Green Day shirt. Like the band. That would have been he has kind no of funny. clue who that is. I know who Green Day is. Come on. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm better than that. Oh. Um, and then Thursday was pick your favorite Spirit Day again. Oh, so it wasn't Spirit Week. And uh, that's exactly what I was. What thinking. do you like, have Spirit Week for? I don't understand. Like normally it's a consummation. At my high school was for the yeah. homecoming game. Yeah. So what was this one for? Absolutely. Justin Bieber's not. album. Josh Richards meeting Jack Settlement. <laughs> she got Literally nothing. <laughs> you guys just do spirit weeks to raise like morale or something. Does anything happen I, other than dress up like events? Usually, like they were, there would be a basketball game. Except there's none of that going on this year, so they're just kind of throwing them in. But I just thought, like, so lazy. Just be better. You're gonna give us a so there was nothing like other that? than dress up days. So it wasn't spirit week. It was dress up week. Yes. Shit. What's your school's name again? Russell High School. Russell High School. Stock down, Russell High. I know. I was like, who's in charge of this? Seriously, and they couldn't even like get creative. Two of them were pick your own. I was in charge oh. of Spirit Week in high school. Really? Did you government. ever put two? Did you ever put two pick your own in one week? No, I don't think they gave me that power. What did Ridiculous. What did you pick, Eagleson? On Tuesday, totally uh, did I, Jersey I, Day. You loser. I totally did. <laughs> so obvious. He's a Jersey Day. Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Thursday, I wore a jersey again. <laughs> okay, now I have a bone to pick with you because you're yeah, you're going at podcast. it, but you're you're giving into the system. Yeah, and you're saying how lazy are they for doing the same? And you just doubled up on it. What what else am I supposed to do? Pick pick another one. Make up your own naked day. Oh, Joke. show that, that could be fun. Just show up naked. What's the Josh- weather like in Canada? Uh, it's been crappy, but it's going to be nice this week. Like, Ooh, stock up degrees. East Coast. The weather's breaking over here, Jack. Yeah, well, what's that mean nice in Canada? Like 35 or like into the 50s? Well, they they do Celsius. Yeah. Into the 40s? <laughs> so, it's going to be like around like between 15 and 17, which is nice. Like sun's out. It's, let me, let me it's a nice try day. And see what <laughs> not, I have no idea what. So right now in Philadelphia, it's, it's about it's plus 50, 57. Abe. I think it's like that. It's 57 degrees, Jack, and it's 14 degrees Celsius here. So you said it's going to be what next week? 17. Between, yeah, put in 17. Oh, sun's out, guns out, baby. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And there's still snow on the ground, so that shit will melt. get rid of that. It'll melt it. Okay. All right. Sure. And and what's your what's your appetite for the NCAA tournament? Do they show it up there? Is it on TSN? Like, do you watch? Do you not yeah, go to I, school? I uh, I watch. Like, I spend some of business class watching. Like on Friday, there there was games. I like I like watching them. It's not like as big. Like, there's not as much coverage like on TSN and things like that. But I enjoy watching it. Obviously, like the games are 
fun to be invested Speaking in. of March Madness, I know this is Eagleson's time, but is anyone getting the feel that since like, and this is in America, that since sports gambling has like become so big and like legal and like it's everywhere now that like the, the love of brackets is kind of gone. Everyone would much rather just bet on individual games and stuff like that. Well, like actually, this year more than not because there's been so I many thought about fantasy football last year is like, how am I going to put in work every week? I know you guys are, you love fantasy football and I don't think I loved it as much as maybe you guys, but that's how I felt was like, I'm going to watch every single game throughout the season to potentially get this payoff of X amount of dollars where I could just bet that like tonight on this game, you know, to be more entertained. And so or I four, think, or, or, or four times that if you're you. Right, right, exactly. Because <laughs> I can't find a league big. Why would no. I do a year long bet for a quarter unit? That, that's what, what I'm saying. What that's thinking. what I'm saying. And and the bracket thing, I think I was excited about my bracket. Um, it was a weird year with the bracket because, like you said, we were less, we had less knowledge. And also, the teams up top felt like Gonzaga and Baylor are just too strong. So I didn't really know what I was trying to do in my bracket. But now I think you'll see a lot of people talking about the gambling because the bracket's busted and they can still be entertained. So I think it's a plus for the most this part. This is the first year really like ever, honestly. And I was watching the games with, with some friends and stuff that not one time did anyone say in regards to the bracket, betting is different. Oh, I think I have this team winning this game. You know what I mean? That was always like, a t- I need them. I have them in my bracket. I have them going to them. Now, did part of that for me? I mean, I heard a ton of it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, did part of that for me? Did part of that for me leave because I lost my national championship before dinner on the first day? <laughs> um, maybe, but that's just that's just a me situation. That's just you. Did you fill out a bracket at all, Eagleson? Yeah, I did. And speaking of that too, though, a gym teacher at my school he got his whole class to fill out a bracket before March Madness. So like they they're still like doing stuff like that here. So okay, yeah. I mean, look, there were 13 million plus. There's actually zero brackets after the first three days, which is no, which is. Fi- I thought there were 15 as of today. And no, then they're all toast. zero. They're all done. Yeah. So that is pretty crazy. Normally, you'll make it to the second weekend. Eh, some a few will make it, but yeah, they didn't make it to day four, which is pretty crazy. But that's how fun the tournament's been. We are excited to catch up on Thursday and preview the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Penn State doesn't make it to the second weekend. Russell High doesn't make it to the second weekend. Penn State didn't make it to the first weekend. Texas Longhorns don't make it to the second weekend. But Emmanuel Quickly and Ben Simmons are about to tip off. So that is all, fam. Fives? Everyone, how much? Fives. I'll bet you fives on that. All right. All right. Go Sixers. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.